uh, the 16 deadly D's. What you want to understand is most of us have read about the fruit of the Spirit. Most of you all have read the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, you know, and if you haven't, it's Galatians 5 and 22, right? And it's got the, the characteristics of Christ. And so these fruits are actually spirits. Are y'all with me? These fruits are actually spirits. And the Bible says, try the spirits by the spirit. Does that make sense what I'm saying here? And so we have to be very careful of what spirit we're entertaining. Does that make sense, right? Whether it be in us or in somebody else. So that's why we need the spirit of discerning to make sure that we are entertaining the right spirits. And we must be sure that people who talk to us that are around us that are in the right spirit. Does that make sense? Now, just because a person says something, it doesn't mean that they're in the right spirit. What that means is someone could say something very nice and very kind to you, but they're not really, they don't really mean a thing to say it, right? You see, they're, they're not saying it in the right spirit, they're saying it to get something from you, okay? Does that make sense? And so what we, what we wanna do is understand that Satan has, he has fruit too, okay? He has fruit too. And these, the, some of the fruits that he have are these 16 deadly deeds. He uses these fruits to tear up our lives, to destroy our families, and to deal with marriages, to deal with all kinds of things, all right? Because his job is to destroy us. And so you remember, we must know his weaknesses, Satan's. We must know his, his, uh, his strength. You know, he's an enemy. You need to know your enemy's weaknesses and you need to know your enemy's strength. One thing about your, your enemy, he ain't ignorant. You understand that? He ain't ignorant now, you see. And there are some strengths that he has but there are also some weaknesses, and so we must un get and understand that. And once you understand his weaknesses, the spirit of discerning through the Holy Spirit will teach you how to attack that, all right, or his strengths. And so one of the, we, had to, we had one of the ones that uh, really tears up homes, families, churches, or any kind of relationships, and that's called discord. That's called the score. Man, that thing, that thing can get in a family and tear it to pieces, right? It can get in friendships and tear it to pieces. It can get in churches and tear it to pieces. So we have to understand where that's, what's going on. One of the things that we need to do more so now is check out who, who is coming into our lives, okay? And by what spirit they're bringing. You understand that? So here I'm going again. He must know his own weaknesses, that's us. We, he must know his own strength, that's us. He must know the weakness of his enemies, that's us, we must know that. And he must know uh, the strength of his enemies, we must know that. The Bible says that we're in spiritual warfare, right? So when you're in a war, you, you better know what your, your enemy's strength, right? Right? You see, you know his weakness, you can deal with that, but you better know his strength because he's what attacked you with his strength, not his weaknesses. And so what you have to understand 
is how to protect yourself from his strengths. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. All right, so, and that is uh, the Holy Spirit reveals to you through the spirit of discerning what kind of weapons he's trying to use to destroy you, your relationships, or whatever. And discord is the one. Remember, the 16 deadly ones, and I don't know which one this is, but the 16 deadly deeds, and we're going to do with discord. Discord is a lack of agreement or harmony between persons. There are people who will come into your midst and cause you to go through all of these quarreling and all of this stuff. It's like what's going on in the White House. You see, you see, you don't know who's lying. Uh, who's telling the truth, right? This group, this group, this group, this group, this group, this group. And so, but it can happen in your house, right? It can happen on your job. So we want to understand that we need to be aware of this, right? Of this, this, this word to score, because this is a word, excuse me, this is gonna be one of the weapons he's gonna to try to use to destroy us. All right, keep going. Yes, causes conflict, friction. It causes conflict and friction. That is his job, to cause conflict and friction, mm -hmm. to score. That's what his job is, to cause conflicts and, and uh, 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 friction. He wants to do that. He wants to cause that. Because if he can cause that, even in your head, if he can cause that, mm -hmm. you see, he can take over and destroy the way you think and cause you to get caught up into false, false, have you ever thought, got into something and got into an argument with someone because you thought they met? See, that's what he uses. That's because you allowed the wrong spirit to get in there. Okay, strife, and his big thing he likes to do is division. He hates us when we're together. He wants to cause division. Big, big time, because once you can divide, a house is divided, cannot stand. And he wants to divide it. You know, he wants to divide it between children and parents. You know, y'all can say amen to that, because one thing about it, there's some people in, young people got parents, right? Well, your, the, your mom and daddy had parents, so it's for everybody, all right? So every, we all used to it. We've been there. And he likes to do anything he can. Just keep listening to me, what I'm saying. He's trying to cause division. You, do, you have to look for that. One of the big divisions now is driving me crazy is uh, this virus. You see, I, everything was going good. People were getting vaccinated and wearing their masks. And I was about ready to throw them. That thing's driving me crazy. All right? You see? Yeah. And then now here, we right back again where we started because some people say I don't want to do this and some people say I do want to do this and I'm saying do anything that we can do to get rid of this so we can get back to where we were you see you know so we got to make sure that we understand when we're not doing something is this coming from Satan All right is this coming from the human flesh why am I in a dis disagreement right Okay, division. Next one is what? Warfare. And, and see, warfare doesn't actually have to be a war. You see, it's in, you can have that in the house, household, when people are fighting against each other and struggling against each other. 
Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And what's next? And hostility. And you know how that is. Everything's going good, and all at once that spirit of hostility gets in there, and then now you've got problems. And that spirit can get, remember, it's a spiritual thing. You've got to remember, it's a spirit. Some things are physical, some things are emotional, some things are mental, but some things are spiritual. Now listen to me, some people think that, uh, 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 let's take psychology. Psychology deals with the mental and the emotional, okay? And a real good psychologist that is a Christian that knows that, there's another body, there's a spiritual body. And so they know that there's a mental body, emotional body, and a spiritual body. So they're able to detect which, what they're dealing with. A lot don't believe with that. But one that does believe that is can really help you out a lot because they can take you so far to something and then they can tell you, we've got this, you need to work on your spirit. You see? Because sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because you're listening to the wrong spirit. You're entertaining the wrong spirit. The Bible says, not me, the Bible says try the spirits by the spirit. That means try the little spirits, okay, by the big spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. Did I make that clear? And you get home, you can look that scripture up. So once we do that, now we're aware of what's happening to us. Because let's just talk about every individual is going to have this. Every individual is going to have, there's 16 of them, but you're going to deal with these. Everybody's going to deal with the score. Satan wants to try to talk to you to cause you to cause some problems somewhere. And the only power you have is the power of the Holy Spirit to discern and say, no, I'm not going to get into that because that is not God-like. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Because God, once he reproduces himself in us, you've been baptized by the Holy Spirit, that's what that means. And once he re reproduces himself in us, then we can recognize the spirit of discord and it, we won't let it come into our home. Well, it can't get into our, it can, only way it can get into our homes, we bring it in there. Is that right? The only way we can get it into our firm that we can get in there. Well, we're gonna use some examples of how it can get into the church. Yeah, it can get in, how it can get into the church. You know, it's people can bring that in to the church. Now, we have a different system in here, but I've talked to a lot of pastors, and they just, a lot of pastors are quitting the ministry uh, because of the foolishness that goes on in the church because they have all these different boards. And if you got all these different boards, each board has a pastor. That's a, yeah, that's how that happens. And then you got all these people disagreeing on stuff. Some of you all remember when we was at the, uh, the church, we put carpet in there, and I chose green carpet, and the, the uh, guys that were put it in, they said, well, how'd you guys come up with green? Guys. <laughs> said, we ain't having no meat known what color the carpet is. I like green, we putting green in here. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing he told me, he says, he knew a church that split over the color of the carpet. You see? Well, you know that's people. You can't get people to disagree. And then some people like green until I liked it. <laughs> oh yeah, you know how people are, couldn't mind. So we're gonna talk about this briefly. And remember, say discord. Discord. That's right. Discord, right? Discord, yep. Go on, y'all, I can't hear you. Discord. All right, you wanna know what it is because it's gonna to come to you, it's gonna knock on your door. That's right. Okay? It'll probably happen to some of you by the time you get to the parking lot. <laughs> well, 
pastor don't know what he's talking about up there. <laughs> you need to stay in your place. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So we're going to start off in Proverbs 6, starting with verse 12. A worthless person, a wicked man, walks with a perverse mouth. So here you go. A wicked person, I'm going to say person, man or woman, walks with mm-hmm. a what? With the mouth. Mm-hmm. You see? Right. You got to be careful with that because you can get sucked into that. Mm-hmm. He winks with his eyes. He shuffles his feet. He points with his fingers. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually and sows discord. That's what he does. Winks with his eyes, give a wink, give you a little wink. Yeah, it's like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. But all the time, there's evil behind it. There's something behind it to destroy. Amen. You see, sometimes when people say good things about you all the time, keep your eye on them. You see? Mm-hmm. What's behind that wink? What's behind that? You see? And in verse 15, therefore his calamities shall come suddenly. Suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. So it'll fall apart. That's what the Bible says. Here's the problem. Say, what's the problem, Pastor? If you get caught up with him, he falls apart. You fall apart with him. You see, I I don't need, uh, Brother Roderick, someone to bring me to go to hell. If I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to do it on my own. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do everything that makes me happy. Listen to what I'm saying. Be careful with people. Careful. What is the wink? What is the smile? What is the finger pointing? This is what the Bible's saying. And many of you in here have went through what I'm talking about. It wasn't on that person. It was on you. Because if you had the spirit of discerning, you know what was behind that wink. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You know what was behind that point. You gotta learn that because you have to have that discipline. Satan doesn't come looking like a devil. Huh? Mm-hmm. Ask David. Mm-hmm. Solomon. Mm-hmm. Samson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he disguises himself. But what's in his heart? Mm-hmm. What's in his spirit? You better know that, all right? That's right. And in verse 16, these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. An extreme disgust, now, disgrace, uh, or hatred. Now, God hates this. These are the things that God hates. Mm-hmm. And see, a lot of times when we are preaching in the pulpit, a lot of the things that we want to hear is how bad some other group is. We don't want it to be pointed at us. Because there's some things that God hates, and there's a few of them right here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. A proud look. A proud look. A lying tongue. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. Wow. A heart that devises wicked plans. Mm-hmm. Feet that are swift and running to evil. Now, do you, all of those things sound, those, those are hard things. Mm-hmm. Right? That family there is tough. Keep going. 
A false witness who speaks lies. He doesn't like a liar. And one who sows discord among brethren. And then there's the scripture. It's right there with all that other. Mm -hmm. A person that scored, discords among the family. That's right. You see? And most of you, everybody knows what I'm talking about. You either got that person in your family or you are that person in the family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you see? Yeah, you know, people want to be, don't get in here now and get all, uh, not, not in our family. What, are you kidding me? You see? So you're going to find these people, listen to, this is what the scripture said. God hates that. Do you love God? Yes. Do you believe him? Yes. Then anything he hates, you ought to hate. Wouldn't you think? Amen. You see? Some things are better off. You, you, I remember when people, now we didn't, mine didn't, but when parents sometimes make the mistake of telling their children, well, now you need to, to give that person to be a chance because, you know, you're no better than nobody else. Wow. When you tell your child that they're no better than nobody else, then you're telling your child the wrong thing because then they allow someone to come in with the spirit of what? And it can mess up their life. You see, being a coach on the church, uh, excuse me, Park University for 26 years or 25 and over, I've seen a lot of good kids that came in. And, and, and it's really something when they first come in, uh, the first day they're all moving in and they're laughing and all this and you can't get anybody to pay attention for a while. So we, don't, we didn't have practice for the first couple of weeks because that just wastes time. You see? And you saw those people, some of the good students, good young men and women, gradually fall apart because the spirit of discord got in there and they forgot everything they had been taught. Got to be careful of that. Y'all with me? All right. Now we're going to get an example in Matthew 20, starting at verse 20 from the Passion. And this is, well, I wanted to use this is because somebody else can cause, can talk and cause discord to get in among other folks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? The wife of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons, Jacob and John. She knelt before him and asked him for a favor. Now listen, this one said, so Jesus, uh, I want you, I want a favor. Right. Really? Guess what she's, she's going to, she really must feel good about her kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he said to her, what is it that you want? Mm -hmm. She answered, make the decree that these, my sons, will rule with you in your kingdom. Whoa. So she goes to Jesus and says, let my boys be there to rule with my sons in your kingdom. <laughs> now, now, yeah, that's asking him a whole lot there, right? With one sitting on your right hand and one on your left. She got it all figured out. And the reason she asked Jesus to do that, she probably didn't think Jesus was intelligent enough to know who put it there. Hmm. He's gonna, she's going to help him. So you need to put one of my sons on your right hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see what happens here. So Jesus replied, you don't know what you are asking. Then looking in the eyes of Jacob and John, Jesus said, 
Are you prepared to drink from the cup of suffering that I am about to drink? And so then, you know, their mama's done influenced them, boys. You want to sit on one on the right, one on the left. And Jesus, Jesus said, are you prepared to drink from the cup that I'm going to? Mm-hmm. You're going to go through all the suffering I'm going to go through. Mm-hmm. It's just not that easy. Sometimes you can ask too much. Sometimes you can ask too much for your children or somebody. They ain't prepared to do that. You don't really want them to go through what they're going to have to go through to get there. Right? A lot of people have been come calling me, of course, being a track coach. You know, I, I get a lot of calls about the young lady that uh, uh, they're not going to run in the Olympics because they got her caught. She was caught with marijuana. And uh, I got a simple answer. What are the rules? What are the rules? America's, and because we've shrinking our rules down so much and everything that we don't have any idea of any boundaries. The rules are the rules. All right? But let's get back to where we're at, okay? Then Jesus asked, and are you able to endure the baptism into death that I am about to endure? And it sounds easy. It sounds easy. They're probably going to say yes, because mm-hmm. it sounds easy, you know? It sounds, oh, yeah, I, we, we can do that, mm-hmm. all right? And they answered him, yes, we are able. Yeah, they figured it all out, not knowing what he's going to go through. They figured it all out. Yeah, we can do that. Mm-hmm. All right? And in 23, you will indeed drink the cup of my suffering and be immersed into my death, Jesus told them. Uh-huh. But here's where we want to start. Mm-hmm. Listen here. Here we go. But to be the ones who sit at the place of highest honor is not mine to decide. Jesus, that's not mine to decide. That's God to decide who's going to sit on the right hand. No, that's not mine to decide. Okay? And that's what he says. My father is the one who chooses them and prepares them. But see, this lady thought she had more intelligence than God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And was about to put her kids in a bad place. Okay? Then the other ten disciples were listening to all of this. Now here, here you go. All this conversation going on, the other ten disciples are listening to all this conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you think they think of this? Hmm. You well, see? Here we go. Then a jealous anger arose among them against the two brothers. There you go. It called what? Discord. That's what had happened there. These people, this among the disciples. Now, you know if it can happen among the disciples, it can happen among us. The mother, the mother started all this. She started all of this, and now her sons are going to be outcasts. It doesn't say that, but you know they ain't getting over that. That's going to cause some problems. You understand what I'm saying? Brother DJ, I ain't blocking for for them no more. When they get the ball, they're home. Oh, that's going to happen. You see, it happens that way. You see, because this this school, your mother thinks you're better than us. Who put her up to that? 
She's put us in a place. Yes, she's put them boys in a place. But the boys didn't go. The mama went and caused all this. Yeah, she's going home. But them boys have got to stay there with, <laughs> with them 10 disciples. You see? And they like us. And I get, and you know, uh, Brother Jason, one of them, you know, they want to take him around the corner. So they don't think, you know, what's, what's up with that? You think you're better than us? Oh, yeah, that happened. Because somebody spoke for somebody else and caused issues with their kids. She brought this, that spirit of discordy. Make sense? So we have to be careful. We have to be very careful. We have to be very careful, you see? And first of all, you gotta be careful when you, who you're talking around. Because somebody's listening, you see? And you can have cause problems. You're going home, but you, they gotta deal with it. You can love your children, you see, but you'd probably be best to let Jesus, God put them where he knows they're qualified to be. Does that make sense? And some of you all are looking at me like kind of strange. You would do the same thing. It, it would happen in here. You see, it would happen in here. We had, we have, that's why we don't have all these boards and stuff in here. Because somebody's gonna think that they're better than somebody else. And they're going to come and ask, well, my, my son can play that piano better than Ray. You see, my son can play that drums better than Ray. You see, isn't that, isn't that crazy? All right, you, you're learning something? The spirit of what? Discord. Be careful, discern. Watch what you say and who you say it to. All right? Now we're gonna turn to Acts 15, starting at verse 36. So sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now we know God, the great Paul, some say the greatest Christian that ever lived. And then those people who don't know the Bible will say, no, Jesus was the greatest Christian. No, Jesus wasn't a Christian, he was a savior. But, but we all talk about, now Paul's solid. Paul and, and his Barnabas and, and I mean, I mean, those guys are solid. Okay. So Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him. Well, see, Paul, you know, people to people. You know, Paul was kind of like me in this issue. You know, we've been doing a lot of things, but this brother didn't hang with us all the way. You know, kind of like some of you all sitting out there. You know, if you got in a fight and the guy walked away, Yes, yeah, you, yeah, come on, say amen, you know that's true. You see, I don't care for people who start out with me and they know the journey and then they step away. Yeah, that's, that's just me. Well, evidently it's Paul too. And that can, let's see what happens here. And now it caused a problem between Paul and Barnabas. Mm -hmm. 
Because the spirit of what got in there? Over John Mark. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Yes, so Paul didn't want to take him because he had deserted them and had not continued with them in the work. So they were working. They were doing it. Paul said, no, man, we don't need to be taking him. You remember what he done back then? You see? When we were working, can I say it? When we were working our tails off, you see? Now she wants to come in and run everything. You see? Now he wants to come in and do everything. Wasn't there when mama was sick, or daddy was sick. Come on here. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When we needed him or her to help, financially or physically, whichever way, they weren't there. And now, you know, you want them to come with us? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Some of you, now, some of y'all better, better than some of us in here who say an amen. I'm upset. You ain't done nothing all this time. Now, you want me to take him? Look what Paul's doing here. Paul said, no, this brother here, no, this brother ain't, this brother... This brother ain't done enough. When we were all working and doing what we needed to do, this brother turned and didn't do a thing. And now you want to bring him back into the fold? And our language is, I don't think so. Right? You see? It's the spirit of what? Discord. Okay, here we go. So in verse 39... They had such a sharp disagreement Whoa. that they parted company. Now, you know, Paul and Barnabas were tight, you see? I mean, they were really tight, but they had such a tough, thank you, a tough disagreement that they fell out. The spirit of what? Discord. We've seen it with the disciples. We've seen it with Paul. The missionaries, see, it can happen in your house. What I just said, it can happen in a family, big time. You see, so here we go. Here we got two guys that had a close relationship. They're going to fall out over somebody else. And it caused the spirit of discord to get in there. All right? So yes, they parted company, so Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, and Paul chose Silas and left. So they chose different people. One took one, one took the other, and they left. That's right. Over what? The spirit of the school. When Paul later on is dying, in, in the, in the, I think it's Timothy, you, the book, and he knows he's on his deathbed, he asked them, to bring his books, it would be called books in our terminology. And guess what he asked for, he says, and bring John Mark, because he wanted to apologize to him and get it right before he died. He didn't want to go to his grave with that spirit of discord and that separation that caused 
him and Barnabas and John Mark to fall out. But he got a chance to do it before he passed away. Some people don't. Are you with me? You have to be careful with that spirit. Be careful with that spirit. That's a nasty spirit. Sometimes the spirit, sometimes people can have that spirit and they can mess up everything. They can flee and go about their business and they got these other people still fighting each other. You see? They going on about their business. But they done tore up half of the family. Or some people in the church. Because this is more of a church thing. Okay? Here we go. So Philippians 4, starting at verse 2. And he says, I implore these two women to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yeah. And so there was, there's a couple of women. We didn't want to mess up their names. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have, we have. There's a couple of women. We'll just say they're church women. Mm-hmm. You see, Paul's saying he wants them to be in the same mind. Is that what he says? Yes, in the in Lord. In the Lord. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Ask yourself, are you and your family, is everybody in the same mind? God wants us to be of the same mind. Yeah. In the Lord. Actually, if we are all filled with the Holy Spirit in our homes, we have the same mind. You see, if there's a separation, division in the home, in the family, on the job, we need to find the reason. Who's bringing this spirit in there? and pray that spirit up out of there. Because you have the power to pray that out of there. You see, there's some places you don't need to go. A lot of people, especially around holidays, I gotta be with my family. And they go someplace that they don't wanna be. And if you go someplace you don't wanna be, Somebody's going to act a fool and call discord. You see? You got to pray that out of there. You got to get that out of there. You see? But if everybody's in the same mind, the gospel says we good. You see? It's in the church. The church should be the same way. We got a group over here and a group over there. That ain't going to work. But we're supposed to have the same mind, right? Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ then we got the same mind. Isn't that right? According to the gospel. You see? Yeah. When you have a division, see, a lot of people have a division in the church, but it's really not the church that they're upset about. It's the family that they're upset about, and they bring that thing in the church because they're very unhappy people. And so they got that spirit of discord with them, and they carry it every place they go because they don't know what that is. But the Bible told us to try the spirits by the spirit, to see that if it is of God. We know that the score is not a spirit of God. And if you don't know that, you need to pray for the Holy Spirit. You see? It's just like we got some young people in here. 
when you're getting ready to get away from your parents and deal with all that, especially when you go to college, you want to make sure that you know who is who. Yeah, you don't make sure you know who's who, because everybody's not pleased with you being there. You see, and especially if you're good at what you do. You see, you understand what I'm saying? So the spirit of discord is not going to affect any of us after today, right? Because we've got this lesson today. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to give us, yes, to let us know what spirit we're dealing with. Because whatever spirit we're dealing with has, is fruitful. But we don't want to deal with the spirit of uh, discord. We want to deal with the fruit of the spirit, love, peace, patience, long suffering, those kind of things, right? So we're not going, fruit comes from a tree. We're not going to eat fruit from the tree that Satan plants. We don't want any of his fruit. And we need to get busy about it. That's why we have all this confusion today. Someone asked me, have you ever seen anything like what's going on today? I said, I ain't never heard anything that was going on like what's going on today. You see? It's because we have so much confusion. And this spirit of the score has got us all, not all of us, but it's got people going to all these different directions. All right? Am I done? And so what we want to do is we want to pray. Get it together. You see? Listen to me. It ain't the fool's fault that he comes into your life. It's your fault for letting the fool in there. Mm -hmm. That's how that works. How can you say that you have the Spirit of God, listen to me very carefully, that you have the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit dwells in you and you allow somebody with the Spirit of the score to come into your life, your family, or even your conscience or your spirit and change your life. That doesn't make no sense to me at all. Right? right? Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Well, it's good to see uh, my family in here all from North Carolina, right? Arizona. Gonna make, gonna make me think I'm special. I think one of my nieces back there is Army, Navy, Air Force. You doing good? You stand up, huh? Yeah? We're about success over here, and it's good to, uh, to see a young lady get doing what she's got to do, young men. Proud of you, you see? And uh, uh, we, we, we're, we're going to make it. We're going to make it because we ain't allowing this stuff to happen in our house. Amen. Huh? You see? Father God, we come first of all thanking you for giving us the wisdom, the knowledge, the foresight, and the insight to be able for, through the Holy Spirit to direct our life, to know who to put in our lives and who to put out of our lives. We ask that you direct us in everything that we endeavor to do. The Bible says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your, our spirit. So we acknowledge you this morning. We acknowledge you this morning, and we want the Holy Spirit to direct our spirit, yes, in everything that we're going to do, which direction to go, what, what to do with our lives. And these young people in here, what to do with their education, what to do with, the, <laughs> finally, what, where the work at, where not to work at, who to date, who not to date, who to marry, who not to marry. All of this is about family. 
And some of us didn't get this when we were younger, but they're getting it now, and we just ask that you protect them and keep them and give us the wisdom that they need from us to help them on their journey. So this is a good time for us to take this lesson and take it home with us and talk to our children about it, our spouses about it, our friends about it, that we don't let the spirit of discord come into the families of this church, the friends of this church, and my family. It's come so far. We love you, we thank you, in Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. Yeah.